This week, Avraham Avinu is visited by three Malachim, dressed up as Arabs. And we know that the Gemara tells us in detail of how much effort Avraham Avinu put into serving them, running around, giving them three tongues in mustard. But yet we find an interesting posik in this week's parasha. The posik says, Yukachno ma'atmayim, which is translated as, a little bit of water shall be taken. Explains the Medrash. You know what that means? That means that Avraham Avinu did not serve the water himself, but rather he allowed others to serve it for him. Now that's an amazing thing because the Medrash explains that for everything else that Avraham Avinu served personally, then in future generations, Klal Yisrael was served personally by the Rabbi Nishalaylam. But when it came to water, which Avraham Avinu himself did not serve, in future generations, the Rabbi Nishalaylam would not serve the water himself to Klal Yisrael. Rather, through the famous rock that Moshe Rabbeinu had to hit. Says Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky, the famous Magid, make a calculation. Can you imagine if Avraham Avinu would have served the water himself, what would have happened? Then there never would have been a rock that Moshe Rabbeinu had to hit. Which means there would have been no reason that Moshe Rabbeinu would have been denied access into Eretz Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu would have come into Eretz Yisrael, built the Beis HaMikdash, and the Beis HaMikdash would never have been destroyed. From what? From one small action. From the fact that Avraham Avinu himself didn't serve the water. They got the water, just not through Avraham Avinu. But from the small act that he allowed others to do it, changed the course of history. Wow. I want to tell you an amazing story. There was a guy sitting in Koydal, and he decided the time is ripe to go out into the world and to change communities around the world. He decided to become a Kirov rabbi. And he looked for a community in the middle of nowhere that he could change. And he found such a community. And they had no orthodoxy whatsoever. It was more of a reform place. But they were open to everything. And he took an interview and they invited him for Shabbos. He gave speeches. He had the place unbelievably spellbound. And they were so excited they sat with him and they said, we'd like to offer you the job even though we're not so orthodox and you are. But still, we like everything you're coming to offer. The youth programs, all the ideas of the lectures, all the things that you're going to do and bring in the community, we want. And he said, no problem. I would love to be part of this community, but I have one request. My one request is, I need a machitza. There's no machitza, there's no separation between the men and the women. And I must have a separation. They looked around and they said, well, that's not really done over here. Nobody has a machitza. But you know what? Nothing wrong. Don't see any problem with it. Sure, we'll vote. And they all voted in favor. He was now the new Rav. And he was so excited, he's finally able to change a whole community that were ready to be changed. And then, the next morning, he gets a phone call. I'm so embarrassed to tell you. But the president of the shul voted against the machitza. He won't allow it. Nothing to talk about. The Rav couldn't believe it. What was so bad? He said, I want to meet the president myself. Sure, no problem. He made an appointment and he met the president and he said, tell me, why are you so against a machitza in shul? And the president said, I'll tell you why. For 25 years, I've had a neighbor, a religious Jew, 
And every year he builds a sukkah around the Yontav of Sukkot. In 25 years, he's never invited me to join him in his sukkah. If this is what from Jews are all about, I want nothing to do with it. The Rob didn't get the job, and the community was unfortunately never changed. It's those small actions that we do, that we don't even realize, that can change worlds. Have a wonderful Shabbos. To listen to more by Rabbi Avi Wiesenfeld, visit 